following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This, this is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. First down. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Rob Phillips, and Bill Jones. It's already Thursday, and it's already time for another NFL weekend. We got Thursday night football tonight, and... I just love the NFL. And welcome to Talking Cowboys. And Mickey is smiling this morning because he got his get-out-of-jail card this morning. Right, it's, Mickey? It's like getting your ankle monitor off of you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> is it really that severe? Well, I don't know. Have I mean, you ever no, had an ankle monitor on? No, That's I what I'm saying. Not. I was kind of... <laughs> but it feels like it. It's dragging this thing around for two weeks. Do you want to explain off weeks. the top since I went ahead and brought it up off the top? The uh, podiatrist told me that my foot looks just fine and I can start wearing a normal shoe. All yeah. right. That's I'm the only what guy who's been in jail. So yeah. does that mean I can't use the elevator anymore? <laughs> no. So do you have your I'm normal out. shoe on? I've got... No, I've still got it. Because I didn't bring it with me. I didn't know that was going to happen. So he got some surprising good news this yes, morning on yes. his trip to the podiatrist. When I walked out, I felt like jumping up in the air and clicking my heels, you know. But then you would have been right back in the yeah, podiatrist God, office. I, I would have had a bigger boot. Yeah. <laughs> how, about right. the, how about casual Bill? Huh? Oh, this is... It's, it's, we we're had used to, to wear seeing a, Bill all dressed up yeah. and everything. <laughs> we don't see the three-piece suit when you got TV during on, on yeah, Wednesdays. And I apologize I wasn't able to be here yesterday. All but good. we were doing TV, and I, w- I was all dressed up yesterday. Now, I figured out on my schedule this fall that if I'm going to get any sleep at all, I've got to... Uh, and I'm, I apologize to y'all because I'm not taking a shower before I come into the talking cowboy. <laughs> I knew this. Was, oh. We've learned about his hotel room. Yes. We've learned about the shower habits. That's Sorry, right. Derek, yeah. you got to sit in this yep. chair. Yeah. So <laughs> I figured out that I wake up and I go do talking cowboys. Then I go home and uh-huh. take a shower. There and get you ready go for the rest of the day. There you go. So and there. yesterday, what a what a real bulldog because he went back and forth to home three times. Three times yesterday, and then came back yeah. came back for the cowboy. Boys Legend Show, <laughs> which was quite and I, and enlightening, got, wasn't it? And by the way, not only did I do that, but I also fixed my lawnmower That's right. in the front yard mode in between the Jason Garrett Show and the Cowboys Legend Show. It's a Renaissance show. man right here. I feel, I feel, I feel he's really awkward right now. Here. He's yeah. got pictures, too, okay. that he had parts okay. all over the place. I'll have to tweet it out. Did now. you have any parts left over? <laughs> That's always you build the swing set, and you got like three or four of those wing net things left over, and you're like going... Okay. That's not safe. First, <laughs> something, under, understand something, this. That's not, understand safe. this. That's not good. I yeah, am thanks, not, Coach. I am not Wade Phillips. I am not uh, Mr. Fix-It. You're not okay? Mr. Fix-It. And this is proof positive I'm not Mr. Fix-It. Well, you, you got to show the camera right there. you got to show right in the camera. How about the camera right in front of you, Bill? Right, ah, kind of there, there you go, go. right there. Yeah, yeah, showing up. That's me. There you go. Okay. That's me fixing my lawnmower yesterday. Why do I have a picture of this, you ask? Because my daughter showed up at the house. Uh-huh. And she was so shocked that I was, I had tools out. It was fixing the lawnmower <laughs> yeah. that she took a picture of it. She sends a group text. Uh, my son-in-laws, Cody and Sean. Okay, she says uh, she sends a group text to her sisters saying, "Cody and Sean are rubbing off on Dad. Something I've never seen before. Him using tools." Mm. <laughs> it actually, I actually fixed the lawnmower yesterday. I'm embarrassed to say I didn't mow a lawn until I was thirty. 
Wow. What? What? Yeah. My, when I was living in Green Bay. You didn't mow it at home? You didn't have a lawn it growing up? No, we had a lawn. Dad just did not trust me. Well, I can did understand not, that. Did, did not trust <laughs> well, me. Well, yeah, because you went and went crooked probably and I, missed spots I, 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 on purpose. Right. So, I, I had a field that looked like, you know, those baseball fields where they have them mowed, like you had the checkerboard patterns. Yeah. That's a yeah. little bit probably what I was, would have done. But no, okay. I did not mow a yard till I was 30. All right, we'll get into Cowboys here in a second. But <laughs> I, I got one more question to pose. Yeah. Okay. See, I was the type. And the reason that I can't fix anything. Oh, I'm the same way. Is because my dad, I mean, he was, he could fix anything around the house. And he always tried to train me. He wanted me to nah. come hold a wrench nah. or whatever. And I was so disinterested nah. in that. I wanted to go play football nah. in the front yard or go sure. watch a game or whatever. Sure. What were y'all like? I learned from my dad, you go across the street and ask the neighbor to come over and there fix it. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Same way. My dad, he likes to do that stuff. Uh-huh. So he'll try I, to teach me, but he's like, here, just let me let me do this right. right. And yeah. so, yeah. He, to this day, I don't know how to do much I, of anything. I should know but, how to change oil in a car. I should know all that stuff because he had me out there. I was supposed to be watching, and I was my mind was elsewhere. But yeah. it doesn't matter what age you are. The miracle of YouTube. Is, yeah, it's a that's real thing. Man. Yes, that's how I did this yesterday. YouTube, new homeowner, last couple of years. That thing has been a godsend for me. At least oh. to try to do it, and if I can't do it, then I'll call somebody. My uh, my fix it. My Mister Fix It is my pilot friend who yeah. you know pilots. They have got they're all engineers. The, well, they've got their all minds, the spare yeah. time in the yeah, world, right. and so they know how to fix anything. Right. And so I called him to come fix my lawnmower. Well, he decided that I needed to learn how to fix my own lawnmower. So he what he do? He sent me a YouTube video instead. There you yeah, go. There you go. So speaking of cutting grass, I bet I'd done something that none of you guys have ever done. Okay. Been right? Cut cut my grass without a <laughs> mower that had a motor. Oh, with oh, a... no. <laughs> One of those push things. Oh, gosh. <laughs> those are back, man. Yeah. Those are are they, they back? Are they? Yeah. They're yeah. totally, because they don't use gasoline. So they're clean? They're yeah. clean. Yeah. yeah. You got to push and then pull. Yeah, and then that's when did no. you do this? Well, growing up at home. Okay. Is, that's a well, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that ain't happening. Okay. Mark, See the so. experiences you guys have missed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm all good with that. All right. So what did I miss yesterday? I, I understand Brian uh, played a game yeah. of uh, – had your own game show. Yeah, no, I appreciate Mickey and Rob answering the questions. We kind of dove into some things. I, I think that this will be an interesting matchup for these Cowboys this week. Uh, if you look at – you know, Seattle, I, I just worry about an 0-2 team with backs against the wall kind of thing. I think that's something that, you know, you're you're going to hear me say a, a lot this week and then probably in the post-game or the pregame show, excuse me, is I never liked a team that has been told that they're not very good. They're hearing how bad they are. They've got talented players, and they're fighting their way out. They're going to try and fight their way out. And, you know, nothing better than to get a win against the Cowboys. You know, I, I just feel like you're going to get – Seattle's best shot and can you withstand their crowd can you withstand their best shot if you can do that you got a shot to win but this team also is very capable of making you look bad even with the players and the problems that they have they they present problems for you and I I I worry about that from a standpoint of them being 0-2 and they've been competitive in their first two games too they lost them they did have some problems their offensive line has been poor um but they're also a proud franchise. I mean, this is a franchise that expects to go to the playoffs Super Bowl here not every, long ago. every year. And I think we talked about it last year, Christmas Eve. They were struggling coming into that game. And the, the talk was, well, the Cowboys got Zeke back. They're going to be fine. 
play, they're they're playing for the playoffs. They're right. Playing, they're staying. The, they're trying to stay in the playoff hunt. And they came out and made enough plays to win. The crowd noise is going to be a factor for me. I want to see how this offensive line and communication, how they handle things up front, because it didn't go well in Carolina. Yeah, and plus, uh, as Bill learned last night, the Seahawks are playing at home, and they're awfully good in their home openers, uh, aren't they, Bill? Remember when uh, I pointed that out last night? Nine consecutive one, nine consecutive home openers in That's fourteen right. yeah, of the last the part I didn't know. fifteen. Wow. Yeah. How about that? Home no. opener. And that is as loud a stadium. And how about this? Is. For an outdoor stadium, For, yeah. it's, it's intense. Kansas City's intense too. In those yeah. fifteen right. uh, last fifteen openers, they've outscored their opponents three hundred and sixty seven to one thirty eight. And they're very proud to put that right on the first page of their well, release. They should. they should. Now, we, Brian's talked about this. This is a different team. They've changed yeah. over a lot they of have. personnel. Sure and, so every year is different. Um, but they still got a quarterback you got to contend with. They still got a safety you got to contend with. Linebacker. They've Who's got that? some pass yeah. rushers. Huh? Who's that? Uh, E.T. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> that guy. That, that guy. guy. And it looks like the linebacker is back. Yeah, Bobby Wagner. Bobby I, Wagner. I don't think it doesn't yeah. look like K.J. Wright's going to make it. No, back, though. he's not. And and they've got some beat up offensive linemen that aren't very good to start with or haven't been very protective. Let me put it that way. Justin Britt, the center. Uh, Britt uh, didn't practice a sore shoulder. Uh, Their guard, Poisick, that's the guy from LSU, Poisick, is that how I say it? Uh, He's having problems with an ankle. And DJ Fluker, they were hopeful that he would be back from a hamstring. So yeah, Jared's back Sweezy. on the practice field yesterday. They've already yeah. given, yeah, they've already given up 12 sacks. Sweezy right. has been starting for Fluker there at that spot. And you're right, guys. It, but can the Cowboys make this team one-dimensional? Can they, can they score enough points? Can they put enough pressure? Can they keep Seattle from having just to play balance in their offense? That's... If Dallas comes out and finds a way to build an early lead, the pressure now is going to come onto, onto their core, onto Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson's capable of carrying a team. We've seen that before with him, but with it, it's a little bit different. Russell Wilson is able to get back in games because their defense, for so many years, has been so good at getting them stops. But if you can build a lead, that's what exactly the Bears did the other. I don't think the Bears are necessarily a better team than what Seattle was. But they got a lead. They got up on them, and they forced the they they forced the Seattle's hand, and they put a lot of pressure on Russell Wilson. They got a couple of turnovers in the game. They got a pick six. I mean, these are all things you have to have to go win a game at Seattle. I just I do worry about the the, the Cowboys not scoring enough points. That that's the thing. They just need to build a lead, and then let their defense sick that defense. Let Chris Richard and those guys go after Russell Wilson and make his life miserable if they can. See, I look at Seattle a lot like Carolina from an offensive standpoint because I, I, I didn't think Carolina had the weapons at uh, on offense outside of McCaffrey to right. score a lot of points, yeah. which makes it all the more important to get ahead in the game. Yes. you know Now, Carolina's defense is stronger because of the turnover that the Seahawks have had and True. Their, their strength in their front seven. But I, I think that's the type – and that's what you saw in the, in the game against Chicago. Right. I th- I, I, it's interesting on Chicago. I think Chicago's defense is pretty good, and especially with the addition of Mac. And yes. um, but they they kind of they gave you to me they gave you a blueprint of how you attack Seattle. If you build a lead, then you turn around and you just you. Well, sick what, them. I think what kept yeah. Seattle in that game 
and they were sort of in the game. They scored a late touchdown to right. make it a seven point game. Was the fact that the young quarterback for Chicago caught uh, it two, up. Yeah, two, two interceptions, interceptions yeah. by uh, yeah. Shaquille Griffin. Right. Yep. And and that's why Dak Prescott. You look at him. He's eighteen and one in his NFL career when he doesn't turn the ball over. It's it's huge. The one thing you have to be. Uh, if you're a Cowboy fan and you look forward to Dak Prescott has won in some hostile environments. You look at him, he has won it in, uh, Pittsburgh. Won in Pittsburgh. He was the one in Green, Green Bay. Bay. Yep. You know, when they do protect the football, they do run the ball, he's able to make some plays. You know, he's capable of finishing in games in, in those pretty hostile environments. And he'll be the first to tell you, even though he's three years removed, he's been in some difficult places. He's played in Athens. He's played in Baton Rouge. He's played at Auburn. He's played at Alabama. I mean, he's played in some uh, some arenas that are difficult on quarterbacks to have to be able to hold themselves together. But going into his third season, I you know I I just I just hope that they don't have a lull in the game. If they, if they come out and they're aggressive and they make some things happen early and they put some pressure on Seattle. They don't need to have the two holding penalties back to back. They don't need. Then, then they the, don't need negative plays running the football. They don't need a sack, uh, fumble. Uh, you know, one of those things uh, from Frank Clark. Somehow he gets inside of, of uh, Lyle Collins, and next thing you know he's on the quarterback, and the ball's on the ground, and they got short field. Those are all things that they can't have happen. While this team offense continues to grow. They need some. They need some positive things to happen in this football yeah, game. Third and thirteen. Third and yeah, 18, it, all that you're stuff. You're inviting it's, the crowd to come it's in. It's the 12th man started by Texas A&M University. They created that. By the but, way, you know, Dak has very played much. in that environment too, hasn't yeah. he? Uh-huh. Dak has played in that environment? He has. Yes. Yeah. So this 12th man is nothing compared to that 12th man in Aggieland, right? Not even close. That's, I what, think, that's what we learned last night from Dak. That's right. right? Dak Wynn was on our show last that's night. That's what he said. Oh, you'll have to listen to the last segment of the show. All you Aggies <laughs> out there, just fast forward to the last it's, segment. It's, Aggies are sore it, about the ticket. And they and they call themselves the 12s now because they're not allowed to use 12th man. That's right. So it's just right. 12. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah 12. Right. You won that battle, Rob Phillips. Yeah. Was that a lawsuit or something? Yeah, yeah Seattle, built, Seattle built that deck over on the back side of your stadium for, for <laughs> it used to say improvement on, on their website, it used to say the 12th man is a trademark of Texas A&M University. That's like right. That was the stipulation. You had big lawyers, yeah. What is your biggest concern in this game, though? What is your one thing, if you could point to something you're saying, Brian, I need this really to be different. I don't need – I need this not to be a concern for me today. Right? No, it needs get, to be the same. No turnovers. It cannot give them cheap touchdowns because that offense is struggling and don't give them something. Don't that's fair. just hand them something, yeah. so especially more on so the than road. The, you're usually a protection guy, which always makes sense. I'm, I'm more of the no minus plays. Like you were saying – no penalties, no – I don't want second and long, third and long. You're going to have a couple of those, but you can't have what you had in Carolina because that crowd is going to go crazy, and all of a sudden <clears throat> you're fighting that. They need Zeke to run early and get involved early and kind of take the crowd out of it. I think they've got to get Zeke going early and and create those down and distance for Dak to kind of settle in. Is it getting uh, 12 personnel and do that, or are you going to have to spread them out and do it? How are you going to, how are you going to get to that? Well, we've seen them have more success when they spread them out, right? Right. right. And, and when they go to 12, they'll go to it, but they did it kind of after they got it, some some rhythm going offensively against the Giants. I, I'm i for spreading them out, honestly. But you? Yeah, I, I think that's what you're going to have to do. Now, you may you got to make See, sure you're I, protecting, though. Mickey's pointed out to me the last couple of times, though, the last two games that the, the middle linebackers have made plays. Bobby Wagner's capable of making every tackle, much like we've seen – Ogletree and 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 
uh, Keekly make play. I, I do worry about are you are you just going to be bang? Even if you spread your spread them out, are you going to be able to block the front? Right. You that's know? my concern. Are you going to yeah. be able to block the front? And <laughs> and that's where you know we look at uh, what's happened at center. I think the center's been okay. The guard, you know, we'll see about second level blocks there. I mean, he played a lot better in the game the other day, but you know they're going to need to get up on these get up get these guys secured on the downside, and then all the, when they get to the second level, make sure that Bobby Wagner is not running there making every tackle for three yards. Mm-hmm. You need Zeke to get in those seven eight yard shots. I know it's asking a lot, but they're capable of doing that. They're capable of playing it. that way. Yes, they're very capable of playing that way, and then that sets up Dak. For the play action stuff, the boots, the waggles, the things that they want to get into that are good, simple throws for him. If you watch the game against Chicago, that's what they were doing. They were getting six, seven yards of pop kind of yeah. in the second half, yeah. running play action. With, Guy had uh, a run for about 12, 15 yards on one play on third yeah. down. I they, mean, that's they, what you got to do. They even used a little read option, I think, with Trubisky a couple times. Sure. So, yeah, uh, get them on the move. I'm, I'm with that. My biggest concern is falling behind early. Is what, and then it's snowballing. Yeah, yeah. that's like like what happened in. Uh, well, I just looked it up. 2012, six years ago, where the, was that? The Sean the, Lee the second game. Sean second Lee got game of the year got crushed by Golden Tate. Golden Tate hit him. Yeah, and uh, but I'm pretty sure that was what happened in, in that game. Right, but. Uh, what happened at the start of that game Block was Seattle punt. came down and kicked the field goal. Yeah. They're up 3 nothing, And then Cowboys, it was a three-and-out block punt. And it, all of a sudden, with 10-23 to go in the first quarter, you're already down 10 yeah. nothing. Right. Now, that was a good Seattle team. And I looked at th- that was before Seattle's Super Bowl runs. It was 2012. They wound up going 11-5 and five that what year. What was the one? Did Dallas get behind in the game, though? They won the toe-tap game from yeah. Williams. They yeah. got behind in that game, too. Way right? behind. And then they yeah. made a, a frantic comeback at the last and Romo throwing quarter. it around. Yeah, making some plays. Or last couple minutes, Ran actually. the ball with DeMarco Murray, too, in that game. Kind of yep. finished the drive out. I remember the thing yep. opened up on a counter that, that was good. Normally, so. I don't judge things wrong and go down too early, and I went down too early in that game. I was standing back of the end zone when the toe tap happened. Yeah, mm. yeah I usually can judge, and I said, nah, this is over. And then all of a sudden, boom, boom, they yeah. scored, and uh, ended up winning the game. That was the game everybody said, okay, they're for real. I don't the, think anybody you know, gave them a shot up there that game. Besides, Was the, that the big game from Julius Jones? No, you're that talking playoff Terrence, game. Think, talking Terrence, Terrence, Terrence Williams. Williams the toe was, no, no, I know, but they no, ran the Murray, Murray. They ran the ball Murray, really well. Murray ran the ball. He did. In, in the one game that they, they won, but that was – Mickey's going that way was, back. Uh, Mickey's no, going, going way back. Way back. Yeah, way yeah, back. Right. This, that was 2014. Yeah. It was a 30 to 23 Cowboy win. Yeah. I, think, I think Julius Jones had like 198 yards in 04, and he was fresh coming off the collarbone. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, now we're going way back here. But look, it's not easy to go up there and win a game. And to Mickey's point on the 2014 game, just like the 2012 game, the Cowboys fell behind 10 nothing early in the game, first half of the first quarter. And it was a blocked punt return, Mike Morgan for Seattle that gave him a ten nothing lead, yeah. which I had forgot. I, I now that I now I remember it, I'd forgotten it before. And then the so the Cowboys were down ten nothing with seven thirteen left in the first. So that's how far the Cowboys came from twenty twelve to twenty fourteen. They were able to go to Seattle and overcome a ten nothing halftime or first quarter deficit. Yeah. So Your Honor, I rest my case. There yeah. you go. Do not turn the ball over. Don't give them anything cheap. Besides the defense, what are you what are you happy about here? Besides the defense going into this game, what 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 are you happy? What can you hang your hat on in this game, other than your defense? You know, I um, I think it's promising 
what they were able to do on that fourth quarter drive against the eight-minute drive. Yeah, the eight-minute drive right. in the fourth quarter, where I think, well, maybe they're balance getting, a little better. Right, yeah, right. Maybe, and that was what was their calling card and their blueprint for success. Finish the game. Ago. Yeah, yeah, and and I think they might be able to, um, you know. That gave them some confidence that they can do. That's the first time we've seen them be able to sure. put a drive like that together sure. this year. Now, can they do it again? So, yeah. do you think Seattle's basis. defense is better than the Giants? Well, with Bobby Wagner in there, um, it improves them if he's healthy. You know. Yeah, I think they're better at linebacker, Mickey. I don't. I mean, I look at the defensive line. I, I I'm just kind of, I'm kind of stuck in my mind with Frank Clark. Jerrion Reed is, I think, is Alabama. a pretty, yeah, is a pretty good player, but I don't yep. think he's lived up to what the hype he's been. You know, um, Quentin Jefferson kind of jumped out to me a little bit in the last yeah, game. Quentin Jefferson a little bit. Uh, you know, Mingo is mm. Mingo's bounced around. I mean, he's capable of, of getting blocked and washed out of the play and all that. I I, I just I don't know. I, I think that maybe the thing that bothers me, and I'm, I'm trying to look for a positive, and I, I like what you said, Bill, but I think these. Are we seeing something from these wide receivers though? Enough of can you feel cape like you're, you're, you feel good enough about them getting open and making plays? Yes, you feel good about that. I know there's seen it. I know there's 26 of them out there on the <laughs> roster right now. Hey, see, and that's the problem because the success they have had yeah. has been spread out. That's what I'm it saying. hasn't been the same one or two guys. Right. So, but do you feel like that? Okay, I think eventually they're going to find four guys, and you know, when they start bringing guys back like David Irvin, they're going to have to start cutting guys. That was our mailback that, question. Yeah, today. get ready for that. Will they eventually pare yeah, down yeah, this I rotation? Think, but but I think if you if you want to say something you feel good about. You have to say the wide receivers, don't you? Isn't that something you feel good about other than defensive pass rush? Well, you said in the first game you saw wide receivers open. Yeah. Now, didn't always hit them. No. Didn't always keep your quarterback upright right. to be able to hit them. Right. So I, I think we saw a little bit more of it in the game uh, against the Giants. Um, Better protection for sure. Exactly. So can, can they do that? You know, Can they protect? Can they keep him off his back? I'm asking, what do you feel good about? So I feel good about it. You feel good about him protecting better? I feel good about the wide receivers okay. now. Can okay. they protect? Yeah. And yeah. Can, Dak, can Dak make consistent throws? And you did a better job of it in this last game. I, yeah, I feel I feel good about Cole Beasley winning his one-on-one -on -one battles. Deontay sure. Thompson is showing you some things. Sure. Made a um, huge difference for Dak that he was playing from ahead instead of playing from sure. behind. And the chains, yeah. being ahead of the chains and getting that zone read going, that stuff can work. If, yep. if you've got the defense on your heels a little bit, on their heels a little bit. All right, we're taking your phone calls here on Talking Cowboys when we continue in a moment. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. I definitely have an Instagram foodie thing, but the low-light camera on my new Samsung Galaxy S9 from AT&T is getting me a whole new world of likes and shares. Baskets of bread by candlelight, colorful fruit plates in full sun, even a dimly lit Cobb salad was recently hailed as a masterpiece. Come in now and ask how to get half off the new Samsung Galaxy S9 from AT&T. 
AT&T, more for your thing. That's our thing. Limited time only. See store for details or att.com slash Samsung 50. Dual aperture supports F1.5 mode and F2.4 mode. Dual aperture is installed on the rear camera. Oh, I am craving a Dr. Pepper. I got some soda. I asked not for soda. I asked for ice-cold, craveable Dr. Pepper. Its flavor is more one-of-a-kind than a foretold sloth with a thirst for speed. <laughs> so stop settling for soda and start demanding Dr. Pepper. I love sloths. When you crave a Dr. Pepper, nothing else will do. Grab an ice-cold 20-ounce Dr. Pepper today. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields, and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. Back to Talking Cowboys. Nestle the boys in Tommy John. The so- Brian's done. The softest, most supportive underwear out there. They're feature-packed and feel amazing, and if you disagree, they're backed by the best pair you'll ever wear or their free guarantee. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 20% off your first order. So, Brian, nestle up, buddy. Don't know that I have ever <laughs> he made. Almost quit. He almost quit with that word. Nestle <laughs> up. Nestle up. Don't know if I ever made underwear a priority in my life, but Tommy I John has taught me something new. Can I ask you a question? If you're in the underwear drawer area and you, do you kind of look for them, do you kind of like go, yes. okay, there's hey, old just, standard guys, and then there's Tommy John? Do you kind of like – I save oh, them for I'm, important days. I've just got two in my collection now. But you're wearing one just, today. Yep. Wore them yesterday, too. <laughs> you, you know what? That's Please because, he's, that's because he's got, like, clothes all over his <laughs> His new His, his new, his new read's going to be, I like Tommy John so much, I wash three times a week. <laughs> <laughs> so strong at the balls. <laughs> oh! Kent! Kent coming in hot. Harrison. That was a Douglas drop. Oh, oh that was Douglas. Geez. Very close. Oh, my. Jeez. All right, here we go. All right, uh, I'm post this, and we'll go ahead and share it with the audience, uh, the Sean McVay viral video that's out there where he can remember specific plays and situations from years ago. It's pretty impressive. Was that yeah. real sports that he was doing the interview with? I think it with? was Barstool. Uh, Barstool. Barstool. Yeah. Okay. It was okay. Barstool. Yeah, it's amazing. It is amazing, but I think that you could probably find a lot of offensive coordinator types who could probably do the same um Dak can do it I don't know if he can do every play I haven't asked him that but we were outside over here outside the studio of media days and we did the the uh yeah. tail of the tape one play and I think we kind of quizzed him on a couple others and he was just especially re- in, a game, in a close game where it's like a final drive and you can remember it's like a golfer you yeah. remember specific shots throughout it so why don't you tell the story about last night that oh that's right Dad what, had the one? 66 to, or the 70 to nothing game that he's – was he a part of that one? No, no he was not a part of 77 to nothing in 2003. <laughs> Bill Parcells. I can tell you the specifics <laughs> hey, man, exactly what happened. When he left, it's when it went all – Yeah, it right. was Bill Parcells' uh, first game with the Cowboys Yep, and at the Giants. Yes, and Dat Wynn was telling the story. He, and it, he was telling it in the break, and we brought it to the show – um, he was he's saying it, he said talk to Witten and Roma. Well, no, he said Roma wasn't part of it because he wasn't right. playing yet. But he said talk to Witten about 
and he had a specific play, and I'm looking. He remembered the call and how they practiced it in preseason. Uh, it was they were talking about situation football, right? And this was at the end of the game. If you remember that, there was the eleven. To Bryant, right? There was yes. eleven yeah. seconds yeah. left. The kickoff hit yeah. the, po- the, the, the pylon. pylon, so yeah. they got to move the ball up, sure. and they needed twenty-five yards. And that they practiced this play for yeah. like four times in preseason because Bill goes, you never know when the situation's going to come up. You may never need this play in your life, but if it comes up, here's the play. And yeah. so they had practiced it, and, you know, the situation football, which Parcells did every training camp practice. There was something, and a lot of coaches do that. And uh, so Dat said, when you get a chance, talk to Witten, ask him about 62 Max Cafe XQ. Right. Okay? And so I just – decided, oh, I'll just text Witten. Yeah. So I texted Witten, and I said, I'm interviewing Dat Wynn on the radio, telling Parcells stories. Dat says, ask you about 62 Max Cafe XQ. It wasn't two seconds later I get this response from Witten. Bill and I got our first game in 2003 at Giants. This was the play, exclamation point. Antonio Bryant, 40 yards downfield, gets out of bounds for the Billy Cundiff game-winning field goal, yeah. exclamation point, exclamation point. Yeah. That was a boom, exclamation point, exclamation <laughs> point. Situational football at its best, exclamation point, exclamation point. Got our first win, exclamation yeah. point, exclamation point. think he's intense a little bit? <laughs> and and Dat, who's playing defense, right, so he's not running the play, he explained what everybody did yeah. on, on the play, play. Yeah. to get Bryant open on the sideline. Ken, does this all sound familiar? That was 15 As years ago. As seen in Parcells' final ride, now on <laughs> DallasCowboys.com. Because there was another half to that. It was the special. It was the kickoff before that where that was another situational Smith. thing. Zero Smith let it roll out of, uh, bounds. out of bounds. Bill was banging that into their head over and over again, and then they dropped that play after the that second half to that situational thing. Wow. That was that was what they all the players said. That's the genius of Parcells. Was, was, and coaches, all coaches do this, but the – constantly drilling the situational stuff the hall of famers actually make it work the hall of famer coaches make it work yeah yeah Uh, but you have a byron nelson story about same way you said about pro golfers yeah he's in his 80s you know and he's and he's talking about it and i'm interviewing him in the 2000s and he talks about a shot he hit at the philadelphia athletic club in 1935 he's telling me hole by hole how he played at the u.s open and i'm going i'm thinking this is amazing you know (laughs) i can't remember what i had for lunch but he's telling you me know, about shots he hit 60-something years ago. You know, I'm the same way. I can't remember what I had for lunch right. or whatever. But when it's something you really invest oh, no. in yeah. and care about, oh, sure. you can remember. It's oh, amazing. Sure. In fact, I remember at Channel 5, when I worked at Channel 5, we had an old tape archive system down in the basement, all our old tapes, all the stories that we used to run. And I had a remarkable – I surprised myself with this – where I could remember specific dates on when we had done stories from like six years previous mm-hmm. and could go, that's on tape number 9082 down in the basement right wow. now. Yeah. And go right down there, and sure enough, that story yeah. would be right there. And, but it was because I was invested in it, yeah. I cared about it, yeah. and it was. And, and so I perfectly understand how a Sean McVay or a Scott Lenahan or whoever, you know, or Dak Prescott, they can remember specifically exactly what happened on a on a drive. Their, play. Yep. You know. And it's amazing how they remember the positive stuff, the negative stuff. Yeah, I'm not a little fuzzy on that. <laughs> That's the way I am. I, I, I can't remember. that. I, I put the negative stuff out of my mind, you know. Quickly. Yeah, yep. that's right. You need to do that, too. All right, Joe in Maryland is up on Talking Cowboys. Hello, Joe. 
How's it going, guys? I right. uh, just wanted to uh, touch on two quick points. I'd like to see our offense use Ezekiel Elliott in a more creative way, kind of similar to how Philadelphia used to use Brian Westbrook uh, back in the day. And the second thing is um, who is on the hot seat more this season for a big result, Dak Prescott or Jason Garrett? Thank you, guys. That was, our, right. that was our 20 questions question that right was. before camp. That was. You, you were around Brian Westbrook some, right? I was. Two different type of running backs, yeah. aren't yeah. they? Yeah, really are. And, you know, I, I think that th- this is – I said this on Twitter yesterday, and someone asked me about – they go, hey, we need to use Ezekiel at more. And I've talked about his ability to pass block. But if he has games – like he's had a couple of games where he's gone low and the guys got up and kind of affected the play – if he if he keeps struggling pass blocking, they're going to use him in some routes. Get ready for that. But yeah, I you know, creativity. We talk about creativity so much, and I think there's some creative things they do. You know, I everybody watched the Monday Night game, right? Bears run a shovel pass for a touchdown. You see that one? Yes, the old Kansas okay, City. Yeah, yeah, they fit. Yeah, but everybody <laughs> exactly. Everybody goes, Andy Reid. This is such a creative. You know, <laughs> Dallas runs a shovel pass for two yards, and you're kind of like. What the hell were they doing? You know, it, it's a lot of it is this execution on creativity. You can be really creative, but if the players don't execute the play, were you really creative? You, you know, you could come up with ideas. And I'm not giving Linehan a pass, but I'm saying there's things that they're coming up with that aren't executed very well. And I would rather them execute plays, you know, be consistent of executing running plays. And those and, and those plays the 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 hab, what's it the the Habs what's he called the, oh the Givens the Givens, givens. Yeah. yeah find some Givens yeah, let's yeah keep working on keep working on those Givens those Givens are moving you down the field mm-hmm. but you know I, I and I understand the, Bryant Westbrook you're right Mickey completely different back but it's just I think there's some creative things they do and they get a holding call or they get a sack. Or they get, you know, or he throws the ball too high, or the, or they don't block the right guy, and the shovel pass only goes for three yards. Creative call on the uh, six-yard touchdown run. Yeah, <laughs> I got my running back to the line of scrimmage, and he did it. The rest. Yeah. Go ask TCU about creative plays. Oh yeah. no, kidding. Yeah, I just, I, I just think, I think there's creative ways. How about that shovel pass. Yeah, mm. I think there's yeah. creative ways to to do things, and I, and I understand his call. But you know what? They had some creative runs. I thought they had some different design runs. Yes. The blocking was different to get them to the edge, to get guys pulling. Look at that stuff. You don't need to be flipping end arounds. And they did that, too. They They did did it. And it worked. That was a big game, 15 yards. And not only did Zeke (laughs) Zeke make a good decision, but I don't know if he just happened to make the block or ran into the block, but he also blocked the guy, too. So was it not creative to let uh, Dak keep the ball on some of those uh, Uh, run options? I I just – Zone reads, I'm whatever big, you want to call I'm them. a big fan of creativity, but I'm also a big fan of give me some plays I can hang my hat on. That's right. Give me those plays, you know, and, and you know, give me give me the guy that, you know, can run it for four or five yards a, a shot when they're just pushing people off the ball and Ezekiel, it's making a cut or two. And, you know, they had some creative plays. If you think about it, though, the two big best running plays they had, they ran, they 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 you know how they motioned the the wide receiver in the block and they motion him in and then instead of blocking him they they arc release him out and then they trap 
with the tight end coming inside, mm-hmm. and then Elliott, you know, had and they had two really big runs on. That's a creative way of, of blocking and doing some things. So, but it's more subtle. It's more subtle yeah, than, it's, than an end around. It's one or, of those times I noticed it twice, and both times it was successful. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, okay, he ran it one time. I wonder if he'll come back to it. Yeah, what he did, he came back to it later in the game. Got 17 yards on the play. So those are things. If you could find those those types of plays, I, I'm all for it. Again, he ran the shovel pass, and in practice, that thing goes out the gate. But in a game, it goes for two yards. Well, when the Bears run it, it's a touchdown to Trey Burton coming inside. Too many gingerbread plays will get you in trouble. Being cute. Cute plays. Where did gingerbread come from? Gingerbread house? So it was cute. It was a, <laughs> uh old term from uh, former Missouri head coach Warren Powers. Yeah. He called them gingerbread plays. Really? Yeah. You got to have some staples, and then you can mix a few. Yeah, Too many gingerbread plays get you in steak trouble. Steak potatoes plays. Yeah. Does a gingerbread house fall down easily? No, I think it's just like a cookie thing, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Put little it's, cute it's, decorations it's a little on it. And, it's a little yeah. dessert, you know. Yeah. And as far as the quarterback and the coach, they're tied. Oh, together. They're, they're tied together here. They're tied. He, the co- they need each other. One needs the other to be successful. I think there's a lot of pressure on Sean Lee. To get back, Mickey. Mickey hates this question. It's terrible. (laughs) Well, look, man. There's two guys that that have wins attached. That's what I just said. We don't count Sean Lee's record, do we? Well, that's the that's the job. That's why quarterbacks get all the credit. That's why coaches get all the credit, and that's why they get the most money. I understand. Well, he's he's playing for an extension, though. He is. That's pressure. That's pressure. I always say the coach has the most pressure, though, because everything falls at his feet. Everything: the offense, the defense, the special teams. But he doesn't have to get an extension. I think like he got another year to prove himself after this, right? Right. right. I, you know, I think that if he has a good year, you want to reward him for that, don't oh, you? Oh yeah, yeah. It's an opportunity for yeah. sure. Huge opportunity. They both have pressure. I'll say it. There's we're no all, question. We're all playing for an extension. That's right. Just depends who you're playing too. How much that extension? Yeah, is. that's right. <laughs> Christmas bonus or something. You yeah. feel pressure, Mickey? I always feel pressure. Rob, do you feel pressure? Uh, sure, sure. Brian, you every day. Yep. If my name's on top of what I'm doing, then there's some pressure to perform. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think but, I think I think people look at pressure different ways, though. You know, you got to push yourself. Yeah, you have to create I mean, some pressure I mean, for yourself. You got you to you you challenge yourself to do this. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, you can sit there and mail it in every day and nobody give a damn. I mean, I, you know, I give a damn. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I, that's my attitude. Yep. That's right. All right. With that. We come back with more of Talking Cowboys in just a moment. Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it, and your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas based Jack Black is the number one best selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit getjackblack.com slash cowboys to get $10 off your first order of $50 or more. Jack Black, look good, smell good. Feel good. Official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel Will McClay and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. 
Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com cowboys. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. Back to Talking Cowboys. Want to use what the pros use. Jack Black is the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. Get your Jack Black Playmaker for JB Faves plus a full-size lip balm for just 10 bucks. And guess what? The shipping is free at getjackblack.com. Use code Cowboys and Bill Jones, your order is in. Too, All right. Bill Jones is kind of just John grabbing on our Jack shirt tails <laughs> here. <laughs> Bill Jones, your Great car stuff. is out in the parking lot. Thanks I, uh, to me. Getting him underwear, taking care of his skin. I was already uh, on to the Jack He doesn't Black shower. Race. That's why yeah, we get him this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're giving me hints. <laughs> Bill, you might want to try the deodorant from Jack Black. <laughs> and I want to remind you about uh, the event coming up this weekend at the Star. It's Market at the Star. The Star in Frisco and Flea Style teaming up. It's a curated outdoor market with over 30 booths with handmade, vintage, and one-of-a-kind lifestyle goods. That is all day Saturday. Market at the Star. Admission and parking are free. And for details, visit thestarinfrisco.com. Oh, I hope that pregame shows outside. It will be. Oh, you get your own tent? No, we'll we'll be you know where we're they put us in the shade actually, which is pretty cool. We're in the and corner. And that of course will be on Sunday. Yeah, we're in the corner. I think Lindsay and I will be outside. We have these chairs. These those it's those chairs, those pre game chairs you guys used in uh, Houston, Mickey. You know, with the little pouches on the side that can hold your water and all that. Oh, that's they have cool. Them? Oh, yeah. 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 So sometimes yeah, we'll, you need to hold your water on those pre-game shows. No <laughs> doubt. <laughs> it's uh, it's cooling off. I think it should be cooler for you guys. On yeah, Saturday. but it should it's be crowded. To be also rainy. Yeah. There's yeah. Nothing, nothing like that. Nothing like Dad throwing that nine route to yeah, old Bobby. That. You know, and the balls bouncing around. <laughs> there's that. There's that. <laughs> I swear, I'm sure. You know, and then watch what the quarterback's going to next to the ball. It's just clanging around, and some kids just scrambling at my feet, you know, and I'm just trying You to think keep... all those boots will be out on the sidewalks, the street, or be on the plaza? Probably the plaza. I would think the plaza. Yeah, yeah. right where the Hostitos pregame plaza. show is, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. We'll be out there tonight hosting a high school show. We start our Friday night stars high school show on Thursday, 6.30 to 7 o'clock. What game you, you got tonight? Locally on TXA 21. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I will, I will, I will get to that and we'll address that up. after yeah. I mow after the, he showers. After, no, after this show, I'm going home to mow the backyard, taking a shower, <laughs> and then I focus on high school. Better beat the rain. <laughs> That's why a lot of those high school games got moved to Thursday night yeah. this week. We got a game at night. Exactly. They've had two straight Friday nights that yeah. have been ruined by by Mother Nature. Absolutely. Mm. 
All right, we take your phone calls here on Talking Cowboys here in this last 15 minutes or so of the show. Uh, we talked a little about, a bit about Seattle injuries at the top of the show. How are the Cowboys doing injury-wise, Mickey? Sean Lee didn't practice. That's right. But if intent means anything, then he intends to play. I don't know if that counts. Um, he was out on the cords for the majority of the practice yesterday. Full uniform. Pads, helmet, course, ready to go, right? So I don't know if he was trying to convince him that he could practice, and they're trying to save him from himself. Do you think maybe he goes to bed in full pads? I wouldn't doubt it. Was it the was it the (laughs) finale in 2016 when they had home field sewn up and he wasn't playing, but he stood there with his helmet on for three and a half hours? Chilly day. Chilly day, (laughs) but that's that's Sean Lee for you. He wanted to listen to the signals, didn't he? Yeah, you can't have too many people listening to those signals, though, uh-huh. Baltimore. How about the safety yeah. spot? How about the safety spot? Did we just, uh, we, we, talked to, oh, yeah, yeah. Talk to Xavier Woods yesterday. He so, says yeah. he's he's ready to go. Unless there's some kind of setback in practice, he should be ready to roll. He hadn't practiced in 30 days. You guys good with that? Yeah, you get, with, you get with Frazier being benched now because of. I bet he's benched. I bet you see a rotation um, yeah. going, so those yeah. guys don't have to how play quickly you every see Fra- play. How quickly you see Frazier on the field then? You're going to tell me they're going to rotate. How quickly is he getting on the field? Second or th- uh, probably uh, third, third series. series. Give him an oh, entire series. It depends on how lengthy the series yeah. are. Yeah. So you're, you're and they may have some packages that they use him on, particularly on on whatever they're playing. Yeah. But you guys have you guys have no problem with with Woods just jumping right back in the starting lineup. Um. You know I don't. Uh... Trying to make you think a little bit here, boys. What well, do what think? do you think? I would play Frazier myself. I absolutely would play Frazier. They've done just a they've done a fine job defensively. He hasn't been a liability. He looks like he's worked well with Heath. Why do you want to wreck the you got a guy that can blitz, you got a guy that can tackle. I'm not necessarily sure that Xavier Woods can do all the things that we've seen Kayvon Frazier do. Yeah, it's not like Feel free uh, to answer the question it's, now, it's, Mickey. It's, it's so not, it's yeah, not like Woods we, is, did we see that in training camp before he got hurt? I I don't think, you know, me personally, there's reasons why we talked about going getting Earl Thomas. That's why you fought it. That's right. You wanted to see this guy play. So you I've knew what the, my I've answer seen, was. I've seen guys play. I've seen Kayvon Frazier play now. He he'll, he could very well play better than what Xavier Woods could. This is kind of like the Depending on what thing. you're asking. You wanna, because do you, want Heath, do you want Heath closer to the line of scrimmage or you want Heath playing Frazier's, back? Frazier's played back. What can they, they tell? They've, they've played they, both. They've, they've played both. So is it I would not on how want to play practice. Woods down. So you think they're more versatile with the current? Damn line right that I do. Got? Damn right I do. I'd want to work Xavier back in, but I'm okay with sticking with what they've got and turn and maybe given first game back. He told me he had to get his win back yesterday. Maybe first sure. game back he gets thirty snaps, you know, and they just work it that way, and he rotates with Frazier that way. Okay, let's let's take it to defensive end. Randy Gregory was out last week. Let's say Randy Gregory comes back this week. How do you handle defensive end with Taco Charlton? Well, so I'm well, go ahead. I'm go ahead and kicking Crawford. Crawford's gonna be my under tackle. Is right, that what you're saying? Yeah. Well, before Gregory got hurt, you had Taco in the starting lineup anyway. Yeah, right. He was um, he was a rotation. So back I, I would, to that. I would stick with that. Now, clear passing downs. Gregory's at right defensive end, and maybe you kick Taco inside in certain situations, or or you, you got Crawford inside as well. Um, Crawford's inside. Taco's played off. The questions well. you now have is what's going on with Malik Collins. That's your question now inside. Yeah. Forgot about that. Yes, he did not practice, and 
I don't know, Mick. You think he's going to practice this week? He, well, guys are always hopeful. They're always optimistic that they can play. He's got a sprained MCL. That doesn't sound like something you just jump back from. Yeah. Usually now, that's his, a couple weeks. His thing, point right? was his point was when I talked to him. He goes, "I'm playing." I go, "Oh, oh you are." And he goes, "Yeah." He goes, "Like you know, I I don't miss games." And I hadn't missed a game. I don't miss. He does games. play hurt. He does play I, hurt. He does play hurt. So give him credit well, for that. This, this all leads again. To it goes to my value, intent. Well, the value also of having competition at each position. Those those injured players, they want to get back as quickly as possible because they can see that uh, Kayvon Frazier's playing pretty well right now. Yeah. Or Taco or. Uh, Woods inside. That's whatever, actually that's know. actually what Xavier Woods said yesterday. So these guys have been balling back there. Mm-hmm. I want to get back part of that, and he wants to get his snaps back too. And yeah, I mean those guys are seeing. Hey, David Irving's out for a couple more weeks, and then he's back. They don't want to get Wally assumed. Watch Dayton yeah. Jones in this game. Yeah, that's Dayton Jones. Another one. Yeah, there's a guy that now. You, if you talk about problems with Malik Collins, you can play Dayton Jones at that one. Matter of fact, he's pretty good at that one. He was your starting one of your starting tackles in camp with Malik out. Yeah, uh, before he got hurt. Boy, that was kind of a the the, the situation there. That was I mean it went strange. Just the misevaluation on my part with the uh, the other guy that you know from OTAs and stuff. Ward, like Jahad, yeah, Ward. Jahad Ward. I thought Jahad Ward was going to play better than he did. Did anybody ever pick him up? I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh-uh. Someone did, and they let him go. I can't remember. Yeah, did he get picked up? Yeah, picked yeah you're up right. And then he got let go, and I can't remember what team. I'll have to look uh, it up. I'm sorry, I missed that. Let's myself. go to Josh in Maryland next up here on Talking Cowboys. Hello, Josh. Appreciate you. Hey, how y'all doing? Appreciate you taking my car. Everybody's doing well. A um, couple of quick things. Uh, Layton, I noticed that he did pretty good once they uh, pulled Sean Lee out of the uh, out of the fold in that Giants game. He, he he was actually getting some tackles on Saquon Barkley uh, by himself. And I thought that was a good sign as far as his uh, development because they were talking about his physicality beginning on. And I've seen some packages in the preseason. I believe it was in that second game when it had um, Xavier Woods playing a slot in the nickel defense. Am I wrong about that? It had him playing a slot and it had Kayvon and Jeff Heath on the field at the same time too? No, they were using, be- yeah, yeah, they were using the corners. They were playing true corners at that time. Now he played it last yeah. year. He played it last year. He played nickel for when you they last played. Year. They, he played yeah. some nickel when Brown yeah. struggled, and then he played dime. Yeah. We haven't seen much dime. Not have at we? all. Not at all. Not, Did, not yeah, hardly yeah. even seen no, him practicing. Were you talking about Vanderesh in the first question yeah. or the first? You yeah, said Vanderesh, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Vanderesh. Okay. Yeah, Lake yeah. Vanderesh. When he came in uh, for Sean Lee, when yeah. I guess he that half. There you go. I thought he did pretty solid. Sure. Uh, in that little thing that he did in there. Um, so I think our linebacker rotation is pretty good as far as that aspect. Offense is really the big concern for me as far as I don't understand why we're not getting Tavon Austin involved a little bit more. Cause I think you like will. Time we were on the field with him that we uh, we put points on the board. Yeah, He does have the fewest snaps of all receivers on the team so far. I think it's 28. Yeah. I think like that's that. about to change. Does he have yeah. the most productive Yeah, snaps? He's going to change. Per snap, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would definitely that, that, that's about that change. slant pass that we like to do. Um, I know if you get about six, seven yards, I feel like if back holds it just for a little bit second longer, it can really break open for these receivers. When we get that man to man and they do that slant right there in the inside, it, it's always a guaranteed six, seven yards, but they're always going right down as soon as uh, as soon as they catch that pass from them. But I know you all see the uh, all twenty-two, so I know y'all get a better view of what he might see on the field as far as how those go. 
No, man, you got pretty good perspective. Yeah, it's fine. And, and, you know, and sometimes what it comes down to is the quarterback's sight lines. Like yeah. yep. he that sees window. where right. it's open to throw it. Right. If he waits, maybe they close up. But that that's a good point because the slant does work, but the guy goes down as soon as he catches it, it seems. And they the don't quarterback get him has to be run. protected longer. Yeah. Yep. Especially when the safety will knock you out. The one they're about to play. So (laughs) I don't know how much you want to go inside there. But, uh, yeah, you you know, you got guys like Thompson, Hearns. They got some tough guys that will catch those routes. But, yeah, get ready for that number 29 come screaming downhill at you if if he gets a shot. By the way, Jihad Ward is with the Indianapolis Colts. Okay, there you go. So he did land on his feet. He did land on his feet. Good for him. Eberflus. Yep. There it is. Although there wasn't a history here, although I guess there was the same as he had him at the Senior Bowl. Yeah. Remember, that was the story of Marinelli. So there's your history there. There's always a history. Uh, have y'all talked about Dorrance Armstrong this week? Did not, you talk yesterday? Much. I think we mentioned him a yeah. little bit, but yeah. not overly. I mentioned him to the head coach yesterday uh, as a sneak preview of the Jason Garrett show uh, in our last And when does that air? At, it would air, well, you'll be able to catch it on DallasCowboys.com, but also locally in Dallas-Fort Worth, it's on CBS <laughs> 11 at the un sightly time 105 of, in the morning yeah 11 30 p.m <laughs> on saturday nights but 11 uh, 30 just yeah. record it and yeah. watch special it edition is at 11 and then at 11 oh, 30 right. is so the come, jason garrett you come rolling in from being out on the town yeah. plop down for a little <laughs> cowboy football <laughs> right. yep after your college football saturday you yeah, get ready you for sunday right there so there that's the reason for it all right Hawaii. anyway unsung star of the week i made uh Dorrance Armstrong, the unsung star of the week for his play on the goal line in the third quarter on the Saquon Barkley six-yard loss that actually there was a penalty on it. And they wound oh, up he, drove, he drove Red that, Ellison into next week. Right. Yeah. And, and, uh, and so Barkley had to go deep in the Yeah, ran the hump. Yeah. And um, the coach said his response was, were you sitting in on our meetings today? And nah. they, apparently they took that play and showed it to the team. This is how you play. He, talk, and that's how you play and talking about how impactful that play was on the entire game. I mean, they're yeah. sitting there first and goal at the three-yard line. It was probably a 10 nothing game at sure. that point. And they score a touchdown there. It's a and whole then, different ball game. Exactly. And, uh, he actually so, drew a holding call on the play, too. Yeah, that's right. So he backed them up. The Cowboys had a chance to, to, to take the down, and they didn't. They backed I didn't, them up. I didn't have time to follow up with the coach on why they took the penalty and not the six-yard that, loss. I had a little question about that myself sitting there, but okay, it worked <laughs> out pretty good. It was the end of the show. You know so what? We able. Uh, Dorrance Armstrong is a, is a guy that's He's got a troubled look on his face. Dorrance, no, no. I, I – I, yeah. Was go ahead. They questioned it on the broadcast. Probably. Yeah, Dorrance yeah. Armstrong is a guy that you kind of feel like that it, coming out of Kansas, he was really just a pass rusher. You know, you, you play in the Big Twelve, you really play a lot against a lot of passing offense. It's upfield, upfield, upfield. But I don't think he gets enough credit for really how strong he is, yeah, I, and he's a lot stronger than what Taco was at this time last year. Mm. He's so got yeah, reach. Ex- reach. He's got leverage. He's, he's reach. Thirty-five he inch. Exactly. He, he can extend it. And you know, Red Ellison is is not a bad blocking tight end for the Giants. That's his he's calling a, card. That's, that's how he's that's in the league. That's how he's in the league. And so yeah, for him to take him straight back and then draw the holding call, I think says a lot about. And the fact that they're playing him both at the left and the right. And there and there seems to be no real issues there with him. It's not like he's like you know sometimes switch hitters in baseball they hit better. But this guy plays well on either side. 
And if he continues to play well in the run, that's that's only that helps even yeah. more because that's what Lawrence can do too. Right. Lawrence can play not only is an elite pass rusher, but he can play some elite down run. He uh, will snap. He will blow runs up. Yeah, and they even tackles they behind moved him inside a couple yeah. of times. But Armstrong, yeah. when when Lawrence went out uh, to get his IV, he yeah. was playing left defensive end. Sure was. It wasn't like okay, I'm. And that was on that right. play. He was playing. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'm not the little skinny guy that's going to rush the quarterback right. on the right side. He stood up on the run on the yeah. left side and played a lot of snaps too because right. he missed. I think he missed an entire series. And then when he came back, they kind of used him as a pass rusher more than an every-down player, and Armstrong was the guy out there. Boy, I tell you what, the Cowboys, I think the weather's going to be – I'm sorry, Mickey, I'm going to take your weather thing here. Oh, no, (laughs) that's tomorrow. 60 degrees, Yeah, game time kind of thing. Oh, wow. Yeah, Yeah. so, I mean – Maybe rain, though. Yeah, yeah, well, anyway, the Cowboys are going to feel great playing in that conditions. You know, they've been practicing some really, really hot weather, but you go up there, it's going to be like, hey, run all day. You might not have to worry. It it might turn into a game where you – Sometimes you play like at Tampa and you have to rush, 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 rush. Then you do get those IV situations. But up there in this, if they could, if they can make Seattle one-dimensional and it turns into rush, 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 these guys will at least the weather I think will help them with that endeavor. It's not like being in muggy Carolina, no, like it was no. two weeks ago. Not at all. Yeah. Not one, at all. one other thing on Dorrance Armstrong, <laughs> and I had forgotten this if I knew it in the first place. I mean, he was only twenty years old when he was drafted by this team. Yeah. He turned twenty-one in June. I yeah. mean, that the sky's the limit. Got a as lot far of ability. His, his lot potential of ability. goes. Yep. Um, but and the other thing to your point about the conditions and. The Cowboys need in this game and every game to be a second half team, and that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons why they're running wind sprints in yep. Oxnard is to make sure that they are and out here practicing yeah, been, full pads. That's right. This is the third Wednesday they practiced in full pads, so you know that, that, they are intent on yeah, trying yeah, to make sure that so they, they can finish. Will not have the same second halves of games that they had during their horrible stretch in November last year. I assume they'll be inside today, but that was the hottest day yesterday out here in two or three weeks. So, yeah, full pads, getting Tell me after about it. it. I was out there mowing my lawn. You know. You absolutely know. <laughs> of course you were, Bill. Fix, you, fixing it up. Did you fix the lawnmower and air conditioning, though? No, I was out in the driveway. I was in the shade, though. Yes. If Good. Sears can't fix you think, it, it can't You think be my wife would let me bring the lawnmower in the house and air conditioning? <laughs> well, you might have air conditioning in your garage, you know, you, you big timer. Yeah, right. All right. I think that uh, about does it for Talking Cowboys for this. Jason Thursday. Garrett next. Jason Garrett's show is up next, followed by the break. And we will see you again tomorrow here on Talking Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!